I hope you enjoy the upcoming content that we'll have for you on today's episode. I think you'll get quite a bit out of it. And know that today's episode is brought to you by the Swim Master Melody Course at successwithmusic.com. If you are in the songwriting game, if you are in the production game, make sure you understand what it takes to create a melody before you get to mastering and mixing and all that man it all starts with a powerful melody check it out today it is absolutely worth the investment the swim master melody course at successwithmusic.com hey let's get to the show this is swim success with music Hey, what's up, people? This is Walt, and this is Success With Music. I am your music coach, your Pacific Rim rerun watcher, your vigilant robocall blocker. Uh, not today. Yo, let's dive in. Hey, I appreciate you tuning into the episode today. And again, this is Swim, Success With Music And I appreciate you listening to the show wherever you happen to be on the way to work, wherever you happen to be. I'm hoping to provide some good information for you as a musician to help you go to that next level. And in just a moment, we're going to talk about a few things that will help you become more successful financially as a musician. And before we get to that topic, I want to talk about our interesting fact for today. And this entire episode is being brought to you by Jingle Money, the book about how the average musician can earn above average income writing music for commercials. We'll talk about that later. But for now, let's jump into that uh, interesting fact for today. So your involvement with learning music carries some pretty sweet side effects. And one of the biggest things that you'll get as a musician is the potential for becoming smarter and more intelligent. So let me explain what I'm talking about. Um, I'm kind of a geek overall. I spent a couple of hours a few weeks ago watching this documentary, and it was about Albert Einstein. And he, of course, is a household name worldwide due to his amazing discoveries and theories in physics. So when Albert Einstein was coming up with a lot of these concepts or ideas that we all encountered in school, you know, I'm talking about like the E equals MC square type of deal there. When he was coming up with these huge world changing ideas, he would sometimes encounter a massive mental brick wall. And while trying to crack the code of the universe and finding that he wasn't getting anywhere, he would take a break and do what? He would involve himself with music, of course. Apparently, he was pretty dope with the violin. So whenever he'd encounter some seemingly unsolvable problem, he'll just pick up his instrument and go at it. I don't think this was a coincidence in terms of how he did his work. And if you are kind of, you know, into the whole science thing, I really encourage you to check out the uh, documentary on him. There's several online that you can watch, but he would just close himself up in a room and just go after a problem hours on end. He really had a unique mind. But again, the thing that stood out to me is that whenever he came across these problems, he would really focus in on his music. And I found that there are a lot of 
people that we deem to be geniuses, they have the same or similar type of outlet. So the point is, there's a connection between playing music and comprehension and intelligence. And we kind of talked about this just a bit in the um, in the deep practice episode. And if you haven't heard that episode, go ahead and check that one out once we're done here today. So anyways, I was prepping for the show today and I came across this article and this comes from the Herald Sun out of Australia. And I want to read a few excerpts from this article because I feel that it ties into our opening discussion today. Here's a quote from this article. Teaching a child a musical instrument has always been suspected of making them smarter. So Australian researchers sought to uncover whether it could enhance auditory and cognitive abilities. Okay, so that's one statement. I'm going to move around this article and pick out certain things that I feel that you would benefit from knowing about. So here's another paragraph from the article. By recording their brain activity... Children with musical training, aged 9 to 11, were better at statistical learning, a key building block for language and reading. It's the ability to learn hidden patterns or relationships that exist between sounds that we hear, images that we see, lead author Dr. Pragati Rao Mendikal Vasuki said. Now, this researcher was also quoted as saying, what we see now is a growing body of evidence that learning a musical instrument is linked with benefits in sound processing and improvements in certain cognitive abilities. So based off of what I just read here, that kind of makes sense when you think about people like Einstein. So it can be argued those who are involved with music can benefit from sharper mental abilities. Dude. You know, and I can personally attest to this. Last year, the band I play for released an album. On this album, there were like, I don't know, 12 new songs that I never played before. We were doing some live recordings for the album, and I had to learn a huge amount of music in a very short amount of time. By doing this, I felt that my brain went into high gear. So as I'm learning the new progressions, the new keys, the new lyrics and everything else, I felt that mentally I was a lot more sharper, not just with music, but with everything else. Meaning when I was reading a book, I felt that my mind was a lot more sharper. When dealing with my finances, I felt that I was able to see the numbers more clearly. And when I was ordering my burrito, I felt that I was highly efficient at communicating my needs and desires. Double chicken, please. No guac. A little extra rice, please. No, no, but I'm being serious, though. I I really feel that... Mentally, I was a lot sharper when I was forced to learn new music. I believe the effects went well beyond music. I felt my mind was a lot more open, a lot more clearer, and processed information very easily. This just may be my own experience, but I don't believe so, based off of the article anyways. What has been your experience when learning music and really immersing yourself in learning some brand new song or practice or what have you? Now, today's episode will be a bit different than the others. This will be a three-part series. So over the next three weeks, we're going to tackle three major principles for making money as a musician. All right, so with that, let's go ahead and dive into our main topic, making more money with music. Now, I know this is a subject that all of us would like to have a lot more insight on, right? 
And I'm going to try to tackle some of this for us today. And I'm going to start at a very high level view in coming episodes. We're going to get very granular. We're going to get down to some details about specific strategies for earning money and where you can earn it. But I want to set a foundation here and deal with three major concepts that will start to align your thinking with how to earn more money as a musician. Now, from my years being an entrepreneur and running my own studio and running my own business, I realized that earning income has to do a lot with your mentality, what you know, the knowledge that you have. And of course, with that, you have the skills that you have. But the point being is, and this sounds kind of simple, but what you know allows you to earn more money or what you don't know will have the opposite effect. Now, many of you guys know the the Bill Gates of the world, uh, the Warren Buffets of the world and, 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 and similar type of people. If you look at Bill Gates, if you look at Warren Buffett, I'm going to use these guys as a as an example. They're not athletic. Many would argue that they're not the hottest dudes of the year in terms of appearance. But what causes them to be incredibly successful? It's what they know It's when to invest, how to develop software what markets to go in, how to distribute certain ideas, how to build teams, how to build organizations. The point is, they simply know something that you do not know. They know the right people. They know certain terminology, on and on and on. The point being is knowledge. It's just what they know. That is the separating factor between the average person and these guys. So with that in mind, I want to talk about what you should know in order to earn more money as a musician. Let me give you three major concepts. And these concepts have really helped reshape the knowledge or the foundation even for my learning. Here's the first concept. Everyone does not have to like you. Now, what I mean by that is a lot of us who are in music, we're looking for Millions and millions of people to celebrate our music. For instance, a lot of us, when we put our music out, let's say on YouTube, we're putting it out on Facebook, on some other digital platform, we're looking for likes, we're looking for shares, we're looking for retweets, we're looking for views, whatever the platform may be, we're looking for millions and millions of hits. That's just natural. Most of us would like to put something online, see it go viral, and it just spreads around the world. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. If we don't achieve that level of activity, we feel that we have failed as a musician and we feel that earning the type of money that we want will never happen due to not being in the millions or hundreds of thousands with views. And to be honest, I thought that way for a very long time. I remember putting music out for one of my artists and we only wound up getting like 10,000 views on YouTube. Meanwhile, I'll see a guy playing a ukulele in his underwear in his basement and he has like 10 million views. And it was pretty discouraging thinking that, wow, I'm never going to get anywhere. No one's ever going to buy my material. No one's ever going to really get behind my artists if I can't get my views up. But as I've grown in this business, I've learned that that is absolutely fake and it's not true and it's not real. Now, sure, if you get that many views and if you monetize your accounts, you can absolutely drive income. And we'll talk about that in other episodes. There is a way to do that. But the idea that earning money requires that you reach millions and millions of people alone is not true. Let me give you a non-musical example. 
There's a gentleman that I follow. He's kind of a, a motivational corporate speaker, entrepreneurial coach, that type of thing. I recently followed him on some of his social media platforms. I've seen this guy in person. When I was at this particular conference, I mean, there are tons and tons of people there. Everyone knows who he is. I mean, he has number one best-selling books. He's partnered with some of the largest organizations here in this country and abroad. Financially, he is absolutely killing it. But again, going back to his social media profile, when I'm when I start following him online, like on Facebook and some other places, he'll post something and I realize that he'll get one view. Let's say he's like, you know, broadcasting live or whatever. He just kind of does an impromptu thing. There's like one view. He'll share something from his website, two likes. And I've been watching this for now well over a month. I know that this guy travels the globe. He is very, very well off financially. I mean, he does really, really well. Again, the conferences that he goes to, they're completely like sold out. So I'm thinking if I were to judge his success on the social media platforms alone, you would be led to believe that this guy is not successful at all. But the truth is he's highly successful and it does not require millions and millions of hits views, shares, whatever. This gentleman's success comes by having a very specific audience that he caters to, and that audience provides him with all of the money that he needs. So again, he does not need everybody to like him. He does not need a billion people following him on his social media platforms. He just needs a small group of people that will get behind what he does. Now, let me give you a musical example. This is more closer to home. There's a guy I went to school with or college with. His name is Al and he was always into hip hop in college. That's that's all he he was just consumed with it. Shortly after graduating, he just went after his dream with everything that he had. Now, I want to fast forward to today. That's been many, many years (laughs) to say the least uh, since I graduated from college. And this guy that I'm talking about. If I were to mention his name, his stage name, I would hazard a guess that none of you, I mean, none of you would know who this guy is. But this guy, from what I understand, has earned a six figure income for many, many, many years. He's toured the world. He actually has his own podcast right now. He's written books. He's been involved with all kinds of different projects and ventures and things like that and highly successful. Again, you most likely do not know who this guy is, but the point I'm making is that he has been financially solvent, successful all of this time. How did he manage to do that in virtually or relatively? No one knows who this guy is. He built a small audience that follows him. So when he goes out and tours, he was in Germany and he was in this country and that country and all over the United States. He has a following. So every time he shows up, there are people there to greet him and there are people there that support him. The point being is that as a musician, in order to make money, take your mind off of trying to get a billion people to follow you. Your first goal should be to get 100 people to follow you, maybe 200 maybe 500, maybe a thousand. You know, I once heard and think about what I'm going to tell you here. I once heard a musician say, she said that imagine if you were to secure 1000 
dedicated followers, listeners, fans. And each of the fans over the course of one year, one full long year, 365 days, over the course of a year, what if you were able to get each fan to spend, on average, $100 towards your musical efforts? So you drop an album or you have merch, you do a concert, and we can talk about some of those things at a later time. But the point being is that over the course of a year, for someone to spend $100 towards entertainment, is that really unrealistic? It's not. 100 bucks over the course of a year? That can be done. So the point being is that you don't need to have a billion followers in order to be financially successful. So let's let's go back to what we're talking about here. You have a thousand people, 100 bucks on average, let's say they're spending. You're grossing one hundred thousand dollars in the course of a year. OK, you're saying, OK, wait a minute, man, a hundred bucks per fan. That's a lot of money. Let's cut it in half. Let's say it's 50 bucks but you double your audience size. You have 2000 people following you and they like what you do. They like your style. They like your music, whatever. 2000 people, they spend 50 bucks a year. The math is still the same. You hit that 100 K mark. So imagine right now. So, so, so keep that in mind. So now let's go to your social media platforms, Facebook, Spotify, whatever you, wherever you happen to have your music and we look around and you only have just a lonely 2000 views. That would look like a failure for most of you guys. Most of you guys would feel that, you know what? My music career is not going anywhere. Or if you saw that for someone else, you think, yeah, whack. No one likes your stuff. But that musician may be very well off, just like this guy that I mentioned at the at the with my first example. When I look at his social media followers, I'm thinking, how does this guy even make a living? He makes a crazy living. I am judging him on one or two likes or views or whatever. But the reality is these one or two people or these few fans that you see that follow this particular guy, they're well off. They put a lot of money into him as a speaker. They bring him out for these five figure conferences. This guy does quite well. And again, when you look at him on social media or some online platform, you will think that he's nothing wrong. So, again, the lesson is for today. Stop worrying about the entire world liking your music. You don't need that in order to make money. What you need is a dedicated audience, a dedicated group of a dedicated group of people who like what you do. And when you do this, it allows you to focus more. And so instead of trying to be all over and being all things to all people, be something very specific for a specific group of people. That is your first step in earning more money as a musician. Spreading yourself too thin, it won't work. All right, let's go ahead and move into our tip of the day. And I'm going to connect our tip of the day with what we've been talking about and also something that I mentioned at the top of the show. Now, the tip of the day is brought to you by Jingle Money. Jingle Money is a book designed for musicians, songwriters, singers, producers. It's designed to show you how to make money creating jingles for commercials, music for commercials. It gives step-by-step instructions as to how to build your business, how to find clients, what to charge, 
and so much more. Go ahead and check that book out. It's on Amazon. It's available in softback and it's also available in digital format. Go ahead and check that out. All right. So let's get back to that tip. Now, I mentioned at the very top of the show that people like Warren Buffett or your Bill Gates of the world, they are where they are because of knowledge, period. Now, I know in this episode, some of you were looking for me to specifically tell you to go here, go here and there. You will find this magic pot of gold. Not exactly. That's not how it works. Although, again, we will talk about specific places, specific industries where you can actually dig into to make more income. And that's the reason why I bring up Jingle Money, the book, and also bring up my experiences as a music producer for commercials. But let's get back to the point here. These respected businessmen that I mentioned have amazing power because of what they know, not what they have. The average person will esteem Bill Gates or Warren Buffett because they have many houses and they have many businesses and billions of dollars and they're into philanthropy and all these things. All of those things are an outcropping of their knowledge. Let me give you give you an example. And you've probably heard of this example before. But for those of you who have not, let's let's go ahead and jump into it. Imagine right now we picked up Warren Buffett and we dropped him into a brand new country and we took everything from him. All of the things that he's acquired over the years, the things that we want, those cars, that house, that land, we put him in somewhere completely different and we take everything from him. Chances are in a matter of a few months, a few years, Warren Buffett will most likely begin to reacquire everything that he's lost, everything that we want, the treasure that he has, the the end product of his knowledge, those things we're focused on. But Warren will actually be focused on what he knows, who he knows, the timing of things, what resources he can tap into. In other words, he's tapping into his knowledge. He's using it to his advantage. That is where his that's where his financial power comes from. And I can't emphasize that enough. But you're saying, hey, Walt, today's episode did not point me to a stack of one hundred dollar bills. You've wasted my time. If that is your mentality, I'm not sure if you're ever going to make the money that you want to make. Again, I want to focus on what you know, what you know causes you to have financial success, period, is not what you have. What you have will always follow what you know. If you don't have a lot of money as a musician, there's something that you don't know. Maybe you don't know the right people. Maybe you don't know the right melody structure for your song that will appeal to people. The point is lack of knowledge will create a lack of wealth, a lack of money. It's just a fact. And if you think hard about what I'm telling you, you will soon discover that what I'm saying is incredibly brilliant, true and applicable to you. So we have all of these episodes because I'm trying to discuss different aspects of the music world to help you build your skill, your knowledge and the like so that you can become more successful as a musician. So, again, today's tip is really more about, hey, focus on the knowledge. And when you do you will be more successful as a musician. All right, people, that's my time for today. If you are learning something, I hope you, I really hope you are. Please go ahead and give me that review and also send your questions to ask at successwithmusic.com. That's ask at successwithmusic.com. Yo, check me next week. And put what we talked about into practice. $10 is-
Here's to a fan. 